Hi, good to have you back. So today we're continuing our series on depression. Last week we talked a bit more about how we can help ourselves avoid depressive moods. And today I wanted to take it further. I wanted to concentrate on self-criticism and self-compassion. Self-criticism is one of the things that we do not take very good note of about ourselves. And self-criticism is one of the things that can lead to depressive disorders over time because of the harshness that we put ourselves through that affects our emotional well-being. So I thought that I should talk more on that. So it's good to be back here. It's good to have you listen to my podcast. I enjoy every moment that I'm that I spend here with you. I enjoy the feedback, the emails that I get from you. Let's keep it coming, right? So what is self-criticism? Why do we engage in it? And despite how bad it is, why do we do it? For a lot of people that I have had to work with on this path, they are not really aware that they criticize themselves very critically. Yeah, it's um, a behavior that we usually embrace from childhood due to how we were treated. You know, if you grew up with um, parents who were perfectionists, who expected always without sports behavior from you, parents who when you had a B they said oh you could have had an A you others had an A why didn't you have an A instead of saying oh well done my child you've improved from a C to B that's excellent how did you come about it you know parents who even when you have an A and it's 92 they said oh there's still more space to 100 you know and it's not really their fault most parents who are punitive and a bit towards perfectionism grew up in similar pattern and so they're just repeating what was done to them that's one thing about behavior if we do not break a pattern we end up transferring the same thing that we condemn our parents for to our children that's why it's, we have to be conscious of ourselves over time and learn to break behavior that we think it's not healthy enough that we may have inherited from our parents or that we may have learned over time due to how we were raised growing up like self-criticism and what happens is for a child who grew up under this very harsh environment the child learns to criticize himself too you know the child thinks that if he doesn't get it right he has to beat himself up because the child learns to always chase an ideal and because we are humans in there is no ideal state our state is just what it is is what it should be so you end up that child ends up even living to adulthood with a form of unrealistic goals about and standards about himself and when every time he fails at meeting up to these unrealistic standards he beats himself up harshly like really harshly and that kind of behavior 
can cause a lot of anxiety and psychopathological behaviors like depression, bipolar disorders and anxieties and all of that. And it's not a behavior that you started one day, it's something that you have been doing unconsciously. You might not even be aware that you're self-critical. And there's a bad part of it. People who are very harsh on themselves, who are really very self-critical and self-judgmental, end up doing the same thing towards other people. That's the sad reality without knowing it. So, because you grew up very in a very critical environment, very judgmental and harsh environment, you learn to criticize yourself when you fail. You learn to be really hard on you. And a lot of times this affects your mood because you do not meet up to the standard you have set for yourself. And so you also hold people in similar way. So when they fail you or when they fail to meet up to the standard that you have created for them, you judge them. You criticize them without showing empathy, without understanding why it was that they failed to meet up to that standard. That's how it is. It's what you're doing to yourself anyway, so you just transfer it also to other people. And self-criticism is harmful. There's a part of, of positive criticism. Let's not forget that. Let's say constructive criticism. If I get feedback on my behavior on certain things that I do that is not really right, maybe, and I desire maybe in a relationship, in a friendship, any form of setting in the office, could be family, and people consistently complain about something about me, and I check myself, I find it out to be true, and so I take back, I accept this feedback and work on myself. That's constructive. That's positive. That's evaluating the situation the way it is. If I take effort at trying to improve on myself, it's personal development. That's a constructive self-criticism. If I say to myself, oh, I'm doing this and it's not right, and I should not continue to do this. I can improve. I can behave better than this without being so judgmental against myself. It's constructive. It helps me become a better person. But when I'm just unrealistically self-judgmental, always condemning myself regardless of the situation without taking cognizance of all the efforts that I've put in at trying to achieve that particular goal. I'm working myself up. I'm setting myself up for a downfall because a lot of ideals that we create in our mind for ourselves doesn't exist. We can achieve it. So that's what self-criticism is about. And it's, it's not good. It's um, a form of very punitive behavior. Very, very. You know, you... And the worst part is how it affects our relationships. It does. Because you get very critical of other people too. And you find it hard to see, to praise them for their efforts. And when they fail to meet up to your standard, you're really harsh. And so you might be having issues with your relationships. Yeah, that's one of the negative parts. So, and when, when you're having issues with yourself, having issues with other people, you tend to fall into very moody states and think that you're not good, think that you're just not getting it right. And over time, this kind of behavior begins to affect your emotional and mental state. They actually do lead to depression. Psychiatrists have found that as harsh treatment of self, self-criticism does lead to psychopathological 
symptoms. So, what can you do about this? You have to accept yourself. You have to understand that the ideals rarely exist. You have to understand that even though you've been raised this way, even though you have grown up that way, that's not the right way. There's a better way. And so the first step is forgiving yourself. You have to accept yourself to prevent or reduce at least this, the mood disorders. Accept yourself for who you are. Stop being too judgmental against yourself. Stop always making cases against yourself. How come you show kindness to people and we don't show kindness to ourselves? So the antidote to self-criticism is self-compassion. It's being kind to ourselves. It's being empathetic towards ourselves too. A lot of times I hear people talk about kindness. I do also. I talk about empathy and compassion towards people and being considerate of others. But we rarely take it within. We rarely say, oh, be kind to you. Show yourself compassion. Be empathetic towards yourself. We really say those things and we need it because you really can't give out what you don't have. If I cannot be empathetic to myself, why should I be empathetic towards somebody else? Why should I judge myself so harshly and then judge other people fairly? That's, that's not good because my life matters. Your life matters. If your life is not stabilized, if you're, if you're in a good state emotionally, you're not going to be able to help other people be in that similar line. And so you have to take this very important. You have to understand that self-criticism, it's not the way to go about things. You have to understand that the high standard that you set for yourself may not be achievable all the time. You have to understand the effort you put at things, what you have achieved, the things you have done, and be kind towards yourself. Be kind towards yourself. Show compassion towards yourself. That's the only way to go about it. Love yourself. Appreciate the effort you put at things. You know, when you grow up with parents that were very critical of you, it's sometimes difficult for them to commend good efforts. It's always, oh, you get this right, they set in a higher one. You get this right, they set a higher There's always that thing, that goal, that ideal, that standard. And so you learned it. So when you achieve one thing, you're not conscious to praise yourself. You're not conscious to say, oh, good, well done. You had really encouraged. You just keep aiming, 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 aiming. It's all a fight all the time and you get tensed up, you get anxious, you get depressed. So this is a, the new way. Show compassion towards yourself. Be kind towards yourself. You want to show kindness to other people? Begin with you. Look at the effort you put into things that you do. Appreciate that. And when you fail, know that there's space for failure. Know that there's space for missteps, for mistakes. Learn from it. Move on. Learn from it and move on. Don't condemn yourself for the mistake. Don't kill yourself. No, don't take yourself too seriously. For the failures, no. Don't be too judgmental again. Don't make cases against yourself. Don't walk in condemnations. Condemnation does not lead to righteousness. Even though it sounds sober, it doesn't do any good to us. It gets us all worked up and, and sad and, and depressed and moody. So show compassion towards you. Be kind towards yourself. 
accept yourself, embrace yourself. How can you show kindness? Become mindful. Be conscious of each moment, the things you do, the effort you put in. Be conscious. Be conscious at the effort you put into things that you do, at what you're doing and how hard you're trying. And be grateful for that. And enjoy it. That way, over time, you learn to be very kind towards you. You learn compassion towards yourself. That's what I wanted to share today. Because we don't talk about these little things. We just talk about the pressure like it just came. No, it's this little, little habit. These behaviors that we have embraced, that we have learned over time, that becomes, that leads us into depressive state. And I thought that I could pick this little, little thing out and just talk about it and bring our consciousness to it. And so that we can realize that depression didn't just come from nowhere. Sometimes it's what we do, it's who we are. It's part of these little things that we do, like self-criticism, being so harsh on ourselves, being so hard on who we we are and, and failing to recognize the effort that we are putting to the many things that we do right so let's start a new work let's start a new way let's be kind towards ourselves let's look at the effort we put into things that we do let's appreciate ourselves let's forgive ourselves for the many ways we have treated ourselves wrongly the way we forgive other people <laughs> yeah you deserve it the way you show it towards others you show it towards yourself and then you're full of love and compassion, you're able to show the same to us people. It's not narcissistic. It's not egotistical. Not, not, at, not at all. It's just what it is. Self-compassion. Being kind towards you. <laughs> That's just it. I know it's, it can be a bit difficult because it's new sometimes. You might feel awkward, but gradually, the same way you learn to criticize yourself, you begin to practice this one step at a time, one behavior at a time, one moment at a time, eventually becomes a part of you. And so you also learn to be empathetic towards others more. When we are kind towards ourselves, we are kinder to people. That's the way to go. So we don't pretend with our kindness. We're not trying to be nice. Then we become good. So we're not just showing, oh, I have to be kind to others. No, it becomes a habit. I'm kind to myself, so I'm, I'm kind to others. I know that I deserve kindness and other people deserve kindness. And that's how we spread this empathetic behavior. And we all get better. We get happy, we, get, we listen up, begin to embrace gratitude as a result and work better for it. And our mood and mental states are better for it. So, will you start today? Will you be kind towards yourself? Will you write good things about yourself on paper? Like five of it right now, this moment? What you have achieved in the last one year? How hard you have worked? Instead of being so hard on yourself and thinking that you fail all the time? Will you do that? Do it. And see how that makes you feel. Thank you. I hope you've had a great time. This is where we wrap up this episode today. Don't forget to be kind towards yourself. Don't forget to show yourself goodness. It's not evil. It's the right way to go. Until next time that we see, it's goodbye from me. But hey, remember to go to my website and read my blogs. My weekly blogs are still there, joyiseki.com. Get my books on Amazon. Get my books on my website if you're in Nigeria. Connect with me on Instagram at The Counselor. K, The Counselor. On Twitter, The Counselor. The Counselor is C in this case. C for cat. And you can connect with me on Facebook, Joy Iseki. Send me messages through this app or send me mail at thecounselor at gmail.com. Let's connect. Let's interact. Let's talk further. If you feel that you need 
um, therapy, if you feel that you need to walk this journey afresh towards self-compassion, towards self-rebuilding yourself from the harshness and tough criticism you have experienced over the years, talk to me. Let's do this journey together. I can help you. Till next time, goodbye again. And remember, you deserve kindness. Be compassionate towards yourself. Bye.